Hello, greetings to, to all my audience. I hope you're having a good day. Um, today, I'm going to make a podcast about film, specifically the movie Lost in Translation by Sofia Coppola and the movie Her by Spike Jones. Um, so basically, the, um, the thing here is that Sofia Coppola and Spike Jones were together. Then they broke up and made movies about their experience and their relationship and in the breakup, in the, in the, in the process of divorce. They were not like together only in a, in a relationship of boyfriend and girlfriend. They, they were actually married. Um, the movies are about other topics, very abstract and, and like different topics to like mainstream movies. But the inspiration comes from, from this relationship. So these um, movies were brought to my attention because Fia Coppola is a, is a daughter of the director of The Godfather. So, like, I've always admired her father and she directed the last two movies of, of The Godfather um, with, with his father. So... So that was interesting and I wanted to learn more about her career um, to see what she shares with her, with her father and I found this, I found this, this topic and it seemed interesting. So let's start with the um, actual, with the actual explanation things. So um, first I'm going to explain a general summary of Lost in Translation. So there's Bob. He's an actor whose movie days, like big star days, have passed. Um, he goes to Japan and meets a younger woman whom he spends a, long, a lot of time with. However, he is married with children and the relationship with his family becomes weaker and very distant um, every time because he's in Japan and he's disconnected from his family in many things. He's disconnected from his family in the space, in time, because uh, the time changes a lot from Japan to the United States. So that is, that is a big change. So he is totally distant from, from the situation of his family, of his children. He missed um, his, his son's birthday and, and a lot of more things. Um, his wife asks him a lot of a lot of questions throughout the movie about like how they should um, furnish a new house that they bought and he doesn't want to look at the options he doesn't want to um, take time to to like put effort into that because it's pointless to him because he discovered that his marriage is, is now obsolete in his life and He discovered this by going to, by going to, to Japan. So he's in Japan because he's making some commercials for, for some um, whiskey companies and another another promotional things because he he was very famous in the past, and it's funny because he goes to the commercials, and it's like um, the person who directs him. He has a translator because the director of the commercial doesn't know, doesn't speak English. So first, he is he is sat in a chair with a glass of whiskey, 
and the director comes and tells the translator like um, a paragraph of words that that um, should represent what um, Bob, the main character, is gonna act for the commercial. And then the translator says like, "You need you need to be more passionate and mysterious." I'd like a whole paragraph that the other guy, the director, tells the um, tells this woman in Japan. The translator says. You need to be passionate and mysterious. And that is a little bit of the theme of Lost in Translation, but also um, an idea that I will explain later. So we we go on with the, with the plot of the movie. Um, Bob discovers that he remained in his marriage for convenience and, and comfort, basically because he didn't know anything else. So it was the way of, of living. Um, and the woman he meets, um, he meets a woman um, who is who is um, in Japan because her boyfriend, her not her boyfriend, but but her husband also. She's very young. Her husband um, is a photographer, and he is working like shooting um, videos for some band, for some rock band in in Japan and so he spends a lot of time working and he's also like very immersed in this Hollywood lifestyle like he knows the famous actors and things um, and she's lonely because she has to stay in the hotel room she can't go with with her boyfriend to like the filmings and, and things like that so she has to stay in the hotel all day and she's boring and then she meets Bob the protagonist in the bar the hotel is staying at Um, and she has an exciting friendship with with him. They do several activities together. They go they um, go out to eat. They um, go and party one day, and like they do karaoke, and it's really fun. And something interesting about like the directing of this movie is that they give a lot of priority to like very mundane scenes, like going to a party and doing karaoke and like hanging out in a in a club or just having lunch they give a lot of time to that like the scenes of that can last five minutes like six minutes and in other movies they last less than two minutes and that makes it seem as a as if the movie was real life because in real life things sometimes seem very long time is it is what it is so So like it can seem long or short, but it will always have like a length. So the movie get, gives that sense of reality to the to the audience because it makes it seem like real time. So let's go back to the general plot. So yeah, they go out together. They they go to eat, but they never have like a, like a romantic contact or everything or anything like that. Um, until the end so they want to have a romance uh, a romantic relationship but they're not brave or moral enough to do it because they're not sure if if like what will happen with their lives because their whole lives would change if they got involved in something because like they would both have to leave their their husband and, and wife and And it would be a disaster. They know that um, they are probably in love. That is never like 
expressed explicitly in the movie but it seems like it they connect in, in many aspects they're probably in love they share like um many things they share a sense of humor they share um insomnia because they suffer from insomnia in, in the hotel throughout the movie and repulsion for the for the shallow people of hollywood because they both have had experiences of this um bob directly and the woman um through his through his boyfriend which is very connected with this world because they are very shallow as i say and they don't think of real things in life um so i i would say the key like philosophical psychological concepts in this movie i'm not i'm no expert but i will say they are um the distance bob has from his family um the loneliness that unites bob and and his friend throughout the movie and the impossibility of of this love like the voluntary impossibility of this love like um it is a kind of love that is present it is possible but at the same time it's completely um it's completely platonic and it's completely impalpable because of several reasons i already mentioned so in the end they kiss and and they say goodbye to each other just concluding this episode of their lives that they know is never going to continue and then now let's go to her so um theodore is our protagonist um he's going through the process of a divorce it's like you think of it as if it was a loss of a person as if his wife died because um he has had no contact with his wife in many years and he thinks about her constantly in a way that seems like um he he doesn't he like she isn't she isn't in the world anymore and um this movie what i liked about like the directing aspect the um i don't know the um, the technical aspect and and like the script aspect of it is first the colors are very bright um even though the movie is even though the movie is at times very depressing and and very like mellow the colors are very bright and and like the frames and and the things and visual elements are are beautiful like they use shanghai and la for for the scene for the scenery and it's very very good and i also like that the movie is very sentimental like it has a very yeah very um it has an uh, something i don't know if if it's technical i don't know if it's related to the scripts to the acting but but the whole thing makes you like really really get into your emotions and and relate and everything so this movie is about theodore a protagonist um he's going through the process of a divorce as i said he was married for many years and it's like like i said it seems like she was like she died his wife and his relationship was full of growth and positive change for him and his wife like they helped each other and they um made each other better but now he is forced to grow apart and create a life without this person and she was very crucial to his existence and this hurts him a lot 
he is lonely for for a long period and spends his time playing video games and working. Ironically, um, his profession consists of writing letters for people who request them. Like I can, I have a girlfriend and I request um, Theodore to write a letter for my girlfriend who is in another country and he sends a letter and because he has like the romantic thing and he has the, the time to do it so that's very funny and he works in a company that does, uh, that does this um he spends the rest of his time playing video games and, and working as i said this is a very technological world like it's in the present it seems like it's now like 2022 2021 2020 whatever but um the technology is much more advanced or, or he is like very avid technology i don't know which one it is um he he appreciates technology very much like i said he's very avid of it and he buys a system or he downloads a system i don't know that can help him um and interact with him continuously so it helps him um sentimentally it helps him um in all ways it helps him Um, like organizes life you can talk to it you can like do whatever with it so um, this is he cho he chooses a voice of a woman for this device and this voice has the reasoning functions like that of a human mind so she can basically um, pick up things that that Theodore says and does and like build a relationship with him from this and he falls in love with this system and it's very bizarre because a lot of people start to have these systems and and they fall in love and they make friends out of them because they are very receptive and and very friendly so that is funny um like a world is created out of these os's operative systems that that can help you basically like siri but more more like humane and here there is a very common theme with two very common themes with lost in translation or three you can say the first one is loneliness that the character is very lonely he doesn't have like uh an emotion in his life anymore because he says that the emotions that he felt will only he will feel them again but they will be less like he has reached the peak of his life and he will never go back that was his marriage The second one is the aspect of um, the impossible love. There is a love with this operating system and you can do many things. You can like hire a person to have contact with the system. Like you have contact with the system throughout this person, like sexual contact and other things, but you never get like the um, the physical aspect and like the palpable aspect of this person really because it's not a real person so like in lost in translation they have this love it's there but it's not reachable like you can do what you can do whatever and like you can try but you won't try because it's impossible to to reach the complete um the complete like capacity of the, of that love because it can't happen and the third one um that these movies both share 
is like um, the concept of distance. Both characters um, get distance from something. Um, lost in translation, marriages, and and her as well, a marriage. Um, in lost in translation, he gets he doesn't get divorced. He's on the verge of it, but he never does it. And in her, he does. He signs the papers. And yeah, that makes me think that Coppola and Spike Jones had like a marriage that was like beautiful. It was, um, it was good. They shared a lot of things and everything, but they were missing something, and they knew um, they couldn't reach it. I don't know what it was they missed. I couldn't infer, it. but they were missing something. They they couldn't reach. Like it was that the reach. But they were not eager to to hold it because, like, to grab it because of some aspect because they didn't want to try because they know it wouldn't be possible. So they detached themselves from that, from that thing, from that thing that they wanted so much, and then they didn't have the the braveness to to the courage to grab that thing, and. Maybe it's it's like a big regret for them because they know it would have been beautiful. In the case of her, it's, it's like fairly impossible. Even though Theodore can fall in love with a woman, um, like he doesn't want to because he recognizes it's not real feelings. It it doesn't carry the problems of of a real relationship. But so that is a limitation. He doesn't want to like immerse himself so much in this. And um, yeah, incredible casts for both movies. I can bring out um, for Lost in Relation, I can um, bring out Scarlett Johansson, which is a friend of Bob. Bob is Bill Murray. Um, Scarlett Johansson plays like a young woman, very um, cult, very, um, very smart, but she is like stuck in this life and she doesn't know how to get out. And she um, clearly has like um, an issue with commitment and, and living a life that, that isn't yours just for a person. And Bill Murray um, acts as a character who is unmotivated in life and, and doesn't um, see like a lot of sense to his life anymore, of course, until he finds um, Scarlett Johansson. Um, then in her, I can bring out two Um, roles. One is Theodore, Joaquin Phoenix. Amazing performance. Like he is, I, I have seen interviews of Joaquin Phoenix and he is very like weird. He has a different personality to most people in Hollywood and things like that. So he can really represent a person who is like um, separated from society and doesn't think um, the same way as, as others do. And and can like break boundaries for his own desires. And I think Joaquin Phoenix is maybe fairly lonely in the world of Hollywood because of the interviews and, and the way he interacts socially and other things. Um, and also Amy Adams, who can do like really different, really versatile performances. She can do things like, um, like what was that movie? There was a, American Hustle, that's a movie. So she does like the role of a, of a woman who like her role in life is like being pretty and and 
crime but she is like a very superficial character and and very, yeah very shallow and very like stupid and then she does for example hillbilly elegy she's a drug addict mom who has a son who is going to a ivy league school and and at the same time he has to take care of her and it's really impressing how she um interprets that and then she does this her which is she's a friend of theodore and she doesn't know how to act because she's not as weird as theodore but she she still has some like anomalies and and a desire to get into this always world and and it's really interesting how this plays out so thank you this was i really enjoyed this it was actually a, a really good experience and it helped me reflect on the movies thank you for giving me this space thank you for listening see you next time